What's up, everybody? Welcome to the X Button Podcast. Today is the 21st of May. I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host, Jaden. Hey, Joe. It's good to be on here. And Gruber. I'm back. And I was probably too loud, and I'm going to move away from the mic now. So, <laughs> so yeah, and you were telling me I was too loud. <laughs> yeah, I went in on my Gruber energy. I went in full Gruber mode. I said, I'm going to blow the blow the audience's ear out. <laughs> Pause I'm going to get that. super fucking I'm close gonna to the mic. I'm going to blow audience ear out. Yeah, <laughs> Jay, what? what were you saying about the Pokemon gaming just now? All right, so you first, said it's overpriced. So first, you said it's a lot of money on eBay. So first, you said all like Pokemon games overpriced at this point. Yeah. That's what I said off pod. I'm trying, I'm trying to support your fucking pod. Me, Joe. I agree. Group. Trying to support your pod. First things first. If you want to support this pod, go ahead and leave a review on Apple no, Podcasts. No, first things first. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Oh my God! Uh, can we just get to the content? I just want to know what the deal is. With Pokemon right now. I'm Back sorry, up if you're going to yell, group. Sorry, audience. Sorry, audience. So sorry, audience. what I was going to say is Pokemon games. R.I.P. your ears, audience. I'm sorry. Um, he gets like this sometimes. I'm sorry. Hey, listen. <laughs> you guys really know how to push my buttons, right? <laughs> Thank you. I just want to hear up. the damn content. All right, go ahead, Jay. Let's, let's All right, hear it. So, uh, so if you're a Pokemon fan like I am, listener, I'm talking to you, not these fuckers right here. So third generation games are usually like $40 each. Now, what are the third gen? Uh, third, this third generation Pokemon games. It's usually Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, Fire Red, Leaf Green. Fire Red, Leaf Greens are remakes of Red, Red I and Blue. Say, how are those third gen when they're just remakes? Because that's the generation they were remade in. Like Hard Gold and Soul Silver are, are Gen Four games because they're in the Gen Four engine. So I always thought that the generations was just like the different kind of Pokemon. No, it is kind of. It, it includes like that generation of po- new Pokemon and also remakes as well. But Either way, um, Leaf, Green, and Fire Red right now, there were like 40 before COVID and stuff, but now they're like $80, which is insane. It's like a, it's a game made in like 2005. You got those, don't you? Yep, I got them. I could resell them for double what I paid for them. Are you going to do that? Fuck no. I love Pokemon. Okay. But I, like, there's a, I could sell like each of them for like, I could sell each of them for like, uh, Eighty dollars or so, which is crazy to think about. They're so they're so old, but they hold so much value too. So why are they going up in price? Yeah, why are they? Just Pokemon games in general, like uh, complete in box Heart Gold and Soul Silver. That shit sells for two hundred and ten dollars. Do you have any OG Game Boy Pokemon games? Yeah. Have you ever had to replace the battery on them? Um. Wait, what? Uh, replace the battery. So uh, mm-hmm. replacing the battery. Are you meaning like the old Game Boy games or like Game Boy Advance games? Like Game Boy games, right? I don't know if they did it on Game Boy Advance games. Yeah. It, I guess they would have to. Yeah, because what would happen on Game Boy Game, game Boy Advance games is the save, the internal clock would run out or whatever, and so you would have to replace the battery. And your save, like it's perpetually holding the save on there. Well, like uh, it, it won't affect anything if you replace the battery on it. So you just like... Oh, so that's like stored on the thing. Yeah, it's like independent of the save or anything like that. So you can just replace the battery, and then it'll allow the internal clock to run, and that'll make it so like in-game effect, in-game events will happen and shit like that. That's but, insane. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, there's yeah. a whole market under there. Yeah, I actually replaced the battery too. It was pretty so you easy. Did like take out the whole cartridge? Mm-hmm. I had to bust it open and uh, just put some electrical tape in there, put the new battery in there. It worked like new. That's pretty cool. It's crazy. Yeah, because some some of them have gone out like. The battery will die and it, the game just won't be playable, right? Or is it? That's for older games. For Game Boy Advance games, if the if the battery dies, that's fine. It just means like the uh, internal clock won't run. So like in the game, there's berries that like over time they grow and produce more berries in the game. 
But if you don't have that, they won't do it because there's no internal clock. I mean, shouldn't it just be able to register the in-game time? Like, why does it need to have real time? The console didn't have, like, a time on it. Yeah. Remember, it was literally just you turn it on, it does a Game Boy logo, and it plays your game. There's no, like, interface. Well, I know when you save, though, it, like, says the amount of time you've... Well, yeah, it's on the game. Yeah, no, he, he's talking about the time, like, that. the time it shows when you save your game, that's the amount of time you've invested so far. Right. Like, it's just, like, tracking, like, all right, this player that's started... play the, hours, right? Yes, yeah, that's your play hours. So, like, tracks, like, okay, the player started this time, at this point, and then we just keep it running ever since then. It's not really, like, a clock needed. Cock needed. Cock, clock so I'm needed. just trying to figure out why they didn't just base it off of the amount of play time rather than the actual time. Well, they can't do that, Groove. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just. I don't I'm know what you want to get from that, it, you know? but they won't. Well, do as it. you guys can see, there's not a topic on this episode, but there are uh, some subjects that I believe Gruberto has brought to the table. Well, I mean, not Jay. I, I, there are right. topics. I'd yeah. say there is a topic, but there's some to- Wait. Uh, but the well, main uh, thing that I want. Wait, hold on. Before you get to your main thing. Well, no, I mean, I just like... Well, just, I, I'm just before you say it. <laughs> I'm an off topic. I just, it's not the main topic. Gruber, get away from the mic if you're going to yell. I'm going further, man. R.I.P. Watch you move your chair. My listeners' ears. It's been fun while it lasted. Gruber won't move his chair back when he's yelling. I can't go any further. Hey, Maybe. don't crack your voice. Um, I didn't. Can't go any further. One thing anyway. I just wanted to say is GTA Five comes out on PS5 in November. Are you guys playing it? Dude. Why are they Skyrimming GTA 5? They're Skyrimming the shit out of GTA 5. What is going 5? on here? I'm I don't so know. tired of that game. Yeah. I'm yeah. Just like I am with Skyrim. They say, I mean, they they pretty much all but confirmed that the sixth one is being made, but... Just I like mean, do you Do you think, like... Are you going to at least try it, GTA 5 on no. PS5? I know it's going to be a lot of gigs. I can, exactly. I can already feel it's it. already a ton of gigs yeah. on PS4. I might, I might honestly try it if the load times are faster. God, but the like, load times in the PS4 version... I know they s- sucked. still horrendous to this day. They sucked my soul out. And what's my- crazy is you're loading the online portion, but it still takes a long time to load. Where like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like nobody's even. I don't. I just don't get how it takes that much to load. Like it's, it has a lot, yeah. But like, you're not loading a whole fucking story like story mode is. Yeah, I have no idea. That's yeah. some like back end stuff. I guess. And then the whole lobby system on that game is a nightmare. Well, did you notice whenever uh, Rockstar? Paid that dude off because he did some weird like back end coding that increased the low or I'm sorry decreased the load time. Oh yeah, a minute or something like that on PC. It's like it's like you had that many people. You had people at Rockstar scratching their heads like, how do we make this thing faster? And this dude at home was like, oh, just do this. It's crazy. Everyone on PC is making it better. Like they have like shaders to make it look like a completely new do new different game. Like the the there's like shaders and shit like that. Looks like a PS6 game. I think I did end up seeing there was somebody who tried to make it photorealistic. I don't know if it was a... Oh, it was an AI. They tried to have like an AI. Oh, yeah. I wanted to watch that. Doing a photorealistic uh, version. Yeah. But I didn't watch it either. But mm. yeah. And they also have a, a mod where you can be Homelander from The Boys. That shit's pretty dope. That's pretty cool. We're just like... Who do you think is better, group, since you watched both? Uh, old Boy from Invincible, the dad, or... Uh, oh, fucking... Or Homelander. Uh, boys, way... Or, way ho- or Homeowner. Terrible joke. Not going to acknowledge that. But anyway, The Boys... Way better than Invincible. Invincible was actually, it was still pretty good, but overall, I'd say compared to the boys, definitely not as good. I should cut you out right now. (laughs) I'm sorry, that joke is not good. Get away from the mic again. He's fine. No, don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. Listeners, don't listen to him. Every time, hold on. Every time you two are on the same pod together, I I got a boner. You're like super quiet. Boner. 
You got a boner? I have a bone to pick with you, dude. Oh, okay. I've been listening to your pod with me on it sometimes. Very rarely because I hate the way I sound. But I think you sound I beautiful. Our voices sound perfectly fine. Yeah. It looks like it's going high on the, on the little... I think it has stuff built in to where it doesn't thing. make it spike. Yeah. All right, well, you know what? Ignore what I said, because everyone I've heard talk about my podcast says it's too loud and there's too much who, yelling. Who said that? Who? Cameron. That is not what Cameron said at all. When did he yeah, say he did. That? He said that he said, we can, he we said can the yelling was too much and he took it off at one point. Did he whisper it in your ear or something? No, I'm pretty sure he was he talking about the impressions. Speaking. No, he's talking about the yelling. He was talking uh, about I the impressions. He, the impressions. he was he, definitely he, talking he about the He mentioned the impressions, the impressions too, there, but, but he also mentioned the... He's like, yeah, right. the yelling is Anyway, let's get yeah. back on topic here. So, I think based upon the two shows, definitely the boys, better than Invincible. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I wanted to watch it because I saw snippets of that last scene. And it you looked it looked dope, but you need to, man. I, I just know like when he walks away, it's gonna look like some fucking Hanna Barbera shit because the 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 cartoons are so bad. It's gonna look like a Newgrounds video game, you know. So he's gonna be like, "That's right, son. That you get that." And the then he's gonna walk around and be like, bluk, 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 and like, it's gonna make the squeaky shoe noise. Like old school DC. It's gonna make the squeaky shoe noise from SpongeBob. SpongeBob. <laughs> 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 Money, money, money. <laughs> All right, I'm losing my mind here. All right, let's get into some topics. Let's talk about Bidja. So, I just finally platinumed Returnal. Wait, round of applause. Steve also got it. Round of applause. Yep, yep, yep. Congrats, Steve. Congrats, Steve. Congrats, Congrats Steve. Steve hey, well. Can you let me talk? Congrats, Steven Group. I was, That's what I was going to say. I, was I love it. that bit, too. I love it. Right. So, it's I not think. A bit. I've actually come back with a little bit more criticism. Now, this is actually coming from a good place because I still think the game has a lot of Fire promise show. for whenever it may have a second game or DLC, whatever. Jake, if you're listening, skip ahead 30 minutes. Go well, this is not have anything to do with spoilers. He said he didn't want to hear about Returnal, so I was like, Oh, okay. Well, well, I, I said that, I think. This will be quick because it's, it's just like a couple of things. So, during the Platinum, they needed to add music. Like, where the heck is any sort of music? In that game, like there's like ambient noise or you know ambient noise, but nothing that's playing like you know like you know how in Skyrim when you're walking around there really isn't you yeah. hear music playing yeah it's but so- do you think it I mean if you're playing with like full audio on and shit you're a lot of the it seems like it 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 relies on some of the sound cues especially now after the update like with the reloading and stuff so mm-hmm. do you think music would be Beneficial in the in the long run. Well, in that term, what about Doom? I think Doom did a great job. Well, yeah, but you don't need to like listen to. But you still need to know if there's somebody behind you or not, right? Not really. Really? That that one's a little different. I get what you're saying, but that one's a little different. I was just going to use that as a good comparison because the music in that game gets you hyped to play it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in Returnal, it's like not only am I already frustrated because I got to start all over, but. I at least want something to kind of like ease that a little bit, would, you know, like a yeah. little bit of hype in there too, you know. Yeah, it would have been cool to at least have like some type of or song, like music they handpicked, or mm-hmm. uh, just like an original soundtrack of them making their own music for it. Yeah, it was weird. I didn't notice it at first because I actually was experiencing the game for the first time. But once you start going through the levels again, you're like, "Good lord!" Like I need something else going on here. Yeah, kind of like how Last of Us. Last of Us is like really quiet, mm-hmm. but then once it hits like those notes during like the cutscenes and stuff to like. Drive it home. It's like it, it adds to it where Returnal, there's no noise. <laughs> there's like no music. Or Ghosts. Man, Ghosts has one of the best soundtracks, at least I think, that give you a very good, I guess, uh, immersion 
yeah. whenever you're playing it. Especially when you pull out the flute and you just start playing. Like, <laughs> the very first part of the game, I know most of you probably did it too. When you first got the flute, you just kind of sat there and started playing it. Like, yep. I, I enjoyed that. I tried to play, was, uh, uh, I'm trying to play that future song. I actually Percocet. Miley Percocet. I actually I actually felt like it uh, made me feel Japanese to play that game. So I think lastly, I think the last part that Returnal really needs to get done, in my mind, is to get rid of the roguelike. Believe it or not. I think the roguelike, they did nothing new to it. Yeah, I agree. I think it would benefit a lot because the gameplay of you moving around, dodging bullets, and shooting. That was fun. That's the fun part of right. it. Outside of that is, like, the dread. It's just the the level design of it being random rooms gets old mm-hmm. super quick. Right. And like we said last time, why would you make the rooms rare? Because if, if you didn't, we'd get to those rooms, rooms quicker, making it less, a little bit less repetitive right. to an extent. We'll see those rooms. So, I mean, and there's, just like you said when you were over here, there's times where... You see me playing, and you're like, oh, I've never seen this room. Like, the fuck? Yeah, like, like, it sh- it shouldn't would, be that way. Why would you want to make that a rare thing? Mm-hmm. Not only that, but it's like, I don't really think the roguelike benefits this game. Yeah. Because, like you were saying, you were thinking that, like, an action RPG or something made... Like, because, dude, the gunplay is great. I think the actual guns themselves are really interesting. Uh, the story kind of had some promise in the beginning, yeah, and then just completely just goes off the it's deep like, end. You're forever stuck in this. Yeah, I don't okay. really know. I mean, you could still implement that. You could almost make it like a Souls like. Mm-hmm. I think. I think it would have actually benefited better if it did it that way, because mm-hmm. the whole dime mechanic was still able to be used. But just like in Souls, you can you know upgrade things. You can uh, maybe have some stats. Um, I actually thought Celine was a pretty cool character until, again, you don't really know much about her. Mm-hmm. I thought the whole setting was really interesting. It's like there were so many good things that they had, but the foundation was not very good because the foundation is the, is the roguelike. Well, one thing that can make you happy is that you're done with the game. I am. And it's getting sold, baby. <laughs> I was say, it's going to the and it's getting sold, baby. Woo! <laughs> hey, hey, group. Uh, what would you rate the game out of 10? We don't do that on this podcast. Oh, uh, they always forget. I, my rating is to potentially wait for sale. That's what I would say. There we go. Because right now, definitely not a full price game. It's not worth seventy. No. It's I mean, actually, I got a question. Do you think we got more content out of Godfall than we did this game? One hundred percent. Right? Isn't that fucking crazy? Right. I think we had more fun in this game, but I think. I mean, I enjoy Godfall. I was say Godfall was. wasn't that bad. I feel like after a couple of updates, Godfall would have like probably been hitting yeah. better. I think what happened was, again, for whatever reason, they went in with good intentions, but then I guess they just were like stumbling across the finish line yeah. for Godfall, and they were like, oh, let's get it out. It's like, you made Borderlands. How in the world do you not make a good... Well, I think they might have published it. I don't I don't okay. think they you might have... Think yeah, because I think, I think if they did, it would have been a different thing, too. Right. Yeah, it's like, it just was really weird that a looter slasher... I think it's more important that it's it's a launch PlayStation 5 game... That's exclusive. Right. That alone should be like the quality should have been way up. Right. And Sony should have probably been a little more maybe, uh, I don't know, hands on on that one because like it doesn't even seem like a, a first party game. Yeah. Whereas, well, here, here's a question. Okay. Do you think that since Sony has been so successful this generation, the past generation, do you think we're holding Sony at a higher bar than where they are? 
like at, at a higher standard. Like when I see Destruction All Stars and Returnal, I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is it? Like I expected way better because it's first person uh, or a uh, first party. party. Yeah, I can go and answer and say I hold them at a very high standard just because they've been uh, shooting threes at the line for the past few years, and as soon as they miss a layup, I'm gonna be like, what the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's kind of hard to always keep them at that standard because that's almost an impossible standard to keep right? yeah especially if you're gonna make new ips and with like different studios and shit right yeah, that makes so sense. if anything i think that that standard is good to have but not to be the main go-to because i mean you can't always have a horizon you can't always have a last of us 2 yeah you can't always have a ghost you can't always have like a ratchet and clank that's gonna be a banger you can't always have a god of war i mean those are like their main staples you know yeah so to always think that they're going to be able to make a new IP to be as good. I mean, there's the hope, right? Yeah. But I wouldn't say that that's what should always be the case. Because, like, for example, Returnal was good, just wasn't great. Like, Yeah. Well, I mean, I agree. But I also... I also think that, like... I feel like Sony's, like, ultimately betting on their first party. Because, I mean, if you look at, like, compared to Xbox, Xbox is doing this whole buying everything and putting their like game pass stamp on everything mm-hmm. where PlayStation has obviously been relying on first party. So I feel like there is a bit of like that expectation is kind of warranted at That's that true. point, because like if you guys are banking on this shit and you guys are putting out, even if a couple of them are failing, it's like, this is what you're banking on. This is like mm-hmm. the only thing you're focusing on is that first party drive. And we've had a, a couple flops now, like, not a lot, but a couple. Especially since it's an extra ten dollars over the other games, too. Yeah, and yeah, it's like a, it's a different world, and I think Xbox building up this big library of like AAA hits, and all, they're buying all these studios. They're setting themselves up for something way better in the future, where Sony is relying on their first party, and so far, Returnal and Destruction were just like right. duds. But but here's sevens. the thing, though, I gotta give them props for at least trying. I, I do too, because yeah. I enjoy that because. I think the set, the like, the minute they stop trying to make any new IPs, I think that's when we start to not be PlayStation fans. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's where PlayStation turns into Xbox. Exactly. Yeah, because when the Halo fuck, One Million, uh, ha- here's yep, a more ha- five hundred thousand. Hey, uh, ha- Halo One, one Million One, uh, uh, Halo Two Million and Two. It's like what else? Other th- see, here's the thing that I think Microsoft is doing. I guess putting themselves in a good position, but may not actually succeed. Is that they've bought all these studios, right? Mm-hmm. But we haven't really seen any product from those studios yet. Yeah. They bought finally an established studio, which I think in my mind is kind of cheating, really, because you bought a whole <laughs> Zenimax, like you bought everything that encompasses them. Yeah. They've been doing things forever. It's kind of weird. So think of it like this you know how Sony has uh, Santa Monica Studios, right? Mm-hmm. Anytime you think of Santa Monica, you think Sony. Whenever you think Bethesda, I know, I understand. Uh, Jay has a tear coming down his eye because he said that I just brought up Santa Monica <laughs> yeah, Studios because, uh, you know, Last of Us is still sinking in. And also, I'm just sad that God of War 2 isn't out yet, but go ahead. So, whenever you think of Bethesda, though, you think of an independent studio that has put out, you know, Elder Scrolls games for a long time. Uh, Dishonored, maybe. I mean, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, that's really about it. I mean, they have obviously more things. I'm like probably Fallout and yeah, Fallout. I think I just forgot about it because they put out duds. Like, yeah, their main ones is what Elder Scrolls, Fallout. Uh, wait, are we talking Bethesda? Yes. 
Uh, they have like uh, they also own ID, which is like uh, Doom, Doom and, and Rage. Uh, Rage. Is it Rage that? essentially like Doom but more open world like? Yeah, Rage is more because that's the vibe I got for the second one. I don't even know what to compare it to, but and yeah. it's older too. Yeah. Dude, um. Well, the, the second one though, I don't mean to derail you real quick. No, that's fine. Why did the second one hit so good in the beginning, and then as you kind of progress, it's almost like they. They kind of just gave up on the progression. It was kind of weird, wasn't it? That game is the definition of a, to a T, finished game. It is literally, you get to the end, and it's over. Great <laughs> that, That's like the, one of the few games I've played where I'm like, there's nothing There's nothing left? Like, not right. even in-game content or right. nothing? Rage 2? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've never I mean, played that game. We could have gone for the plat, but it was like, you're Man. literally just in the open world, scraping, fucking, that, you're sweeping in the desert. Right. That, like that plat would have been a bit of a slog. Yeah. And the game, like you said, the game was fun. I and uh, it, dude. Yeah. I think it also had something with the progression. Right. Right. It, it had, because uh, you had to go to those downed ships that are coming from the orbit or whatever, mm. and you had to find them, and that's where you got your either your abilities or your guns. Yeah. Um. And then once you kind of got those, there was really nothing else to progress. Yeah, yeah, true. Like, I don't know. It, so, it was a, it had a lot of promise, and I hope they make another one. But then again, now they're making it for Xbox. So. They need to they need to open it up more if they're going to make a Rage 3. Like, it needs to be some type of, like, uh, a co-op story or some type of multiplayer added. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it needs a little more. Or uh, just a new gimmick entirely. Add right. the Nemesis system, something like that. Like, have something implemented where it's not just the same... A boring little open world desert game, like right. So I have a question: Do y'all think it takes away from a game if it's like a finished product, like Rage Two was, or do, do would you would you prefer it to have like a post game? Well, no, not really. Well, I think when you're if you have a game like Rage Two, it needs something like I just said to like be good, and it needs something to stand out. Well, yeah. Because if you're only relying on just a start to finish story and nothing else, mm-hmm. that's all we're gonna get. So you need to make that start to finish. Like Last of Us level like or quality, yeah, or Uncharted exactly. Uncharted is yeah. a perfect example, right. where it has a start to finish and it's over, no content at least in regards to like Uncharted one and two, but that's that, and th- that was like twenty five hours of just like hits, like you're, it's like an action movie, mm-hmm. and the voice acting is great and the animations are great, like the whole experience is great. So, would you prefer a game like that, or would you prefer a game with a post-game content? Well, see, I think the the problem with Rage was is that they build the world as if there was supposed to be stuff you could do after. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it really didn't. So, whereas like Uncharted, it's literally you're on rails. You know, you're going from one to the next. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Rage, you know, you have options, quote unquote, to kind of go wherever you want. But in reality, there's no like, there's no side quests. I mean, mm-hmm. there kind of was, but. Nothing that was really that interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's a an argument to be said for each, I think. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think it, it also something to be said about it being a an open world game. Like right. na- nowadays, most open world games have some sort of longevity to it. Right. And uh, in-game content or something to do after. Mm-hmm. Where this one was like, nah. I used to be a post-game poppy, but now I'm, now I'm more of the mind of... Uh, you know, just uh, a single track game like that. Because ever since I experienced Last of Us and <clears throat> games of that nature, I've really appreciated it more. Because, and also, that's a good segue into like me and you playing, replaying Last of Us 2 again. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to do it. I'm starting to do it now. But, uh, Is there any doing it already? I'm doing it a little bit, but I, I have some like other games I want to knock out. Like, I want to get the Returnal Plat. I want to get the Gree Plat. 
Uh, I just got Spyro collection today. I, was say, I think that seems more like a uh, lull kind of game. A Spyro? Know? No, not Spyro. Uh, Last of Us. 2. Last of Us. Yeah. yeah. I don't. There. I mean, most honestly, all these are in my book like lull games. Even yeah. Returnal's plat. I'm just like, I'll get it when I get it. But I, I think that one's like the most pressing, just because I don't know what the updates are gonna do, and I don't right. know. If they could make it harder overnight or fucking, you know, make it more rare to find these rooms. I just, well, remember uh, just a second ago you were playing it, and so now they're, what was it? You find, like, scouts, like dead oh, scouts. Oh, yeah, so you, so they have yeah. a, a system where if another player dies, in your game it'll show, like, this little skeleton or, like, a little ghost, and you click on them, and then it shows how they died, like Dark Souls, and then once they die, it gives you the option to avenge them. And if you avenge them, uh, like a beast spawns and you fight the beast and you get like ether by doing it. And uh, it just so happens that that symbol for that icon or that little event is the same symbol used for the scout logs, which you have to collect for the fucking platinum. So I'm walking around (laughs) breaking my neck looking at these fucking ghosts. (laughs) I'm like, oh, look, a scout log. (laughs) Because they're very rare. I only need like three left. So I'm just constantly... Yeah, everything I've heard about the the game's plot seems awful. Well, it's really not bad per se. It's just the amount of time you have to because it literally is a time sink. Whereas that's like, all it is yeah. per se. Yeah, because yeah. you I mean you're literally collecting, you're collecting this bullshit, and like you said, none of it really spawns in the side rooms or anything. So it's literally you. Every room you go into is a random draw of what the room is, and it can just so happen be the room that has that one scout log on the ground that you need. So you, you're literally just running through the rooms waiting until you get the room you need, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So it's there's no challenge or anything. You're literally just running to it. Right. And that's what makes it annoying. It takes away the fun really out of it, to but be honest. Back to our previous yeah. topic, I wanted to bring up, there was an article that said Sony's working on 25 games for PlayStation 5, half of which are new IP. That's Ooh. awesome. That's Dude, awesome, right? I'm definitely pumped for that. And see, that kind of goes back to what we were saying, you know, what our expectations should be. Yeah. For the new IPs, I think our expectations should be in the middle. You know, you they think? should be, or I'm going to say medium high. Yeah, yeah. Like, because obviously Sony's making them, so there should be some good money behind them. There should hopefully be some good support as well. Yeah. But on the non-new side, that should be where our expectations are like yeah. to the max. Like Horizon shouldn't flop. God yeah. of War shouldn't flop. Nope. If they do come out with Last of Us multiplayer, that shouldn't flop. Like, I feel like, I feel like you're right about that. Like, all the new stuff has some wiggle room, right? But on the same token, we had destruction and return. Well, but you but, want you them know. to take these chances, you know? Because if they I don't, agree, yeah. then then you're gonna run into what Xbox has, which is just Halo and Gears. It's like, yeah, yeah. That's that's another thing. Because uh, what do, what do you have to say about the games first before I kind of I'm semi change the topic? In a way? Oh, I was just gonna say. I was gonna pretty much agree, like, but I think we should our expectations for the new IPs should be really low. I feel like it's really easy to get disappointed at new IPs, like Returnal, for example. Well, like, I feel like your expectations are always so weird because you've even, you've even admitted that you weren't hyped for anything until we showed you stuff for it. It's like you should still always still go in with the <laughs> thought of I'm paying full price for this game so I mean I should have some pretty decent yeah. expectations there should be a bar at the very least right. that it should reach because if it's low then that means it should be like a free to play or something yeah. you know, it's like, Groove that's okay if I get hype off of y'all what y'all sent me that's fine but if you if we sent you a video of Cyberpunk before it came out then you would have gotten it because the, the video and the, the early preview was actually fire no, it didn't show any bugs it looked cinematic more man. cinematic than the game I don't yeah. think I would have bought it honestly 
Because I just I mean, like you didn't buy it, so. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm yeah. pretty sure we sent that video. <laughs> well, like, because just I see games like for that game, my in my mind was like, all right, that looks like a time sink. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, my expectations are kind of weird. I got I kind of have it had kind of has to be like the perfect uh, storm, where it's like, okay, it looks interesting, it looks really fun to play, and also it's like. It's at a time where I can afford the game because I, I couldn't afford Returnal. Ooh, the boy's struggling. I'm glad you mentioned that. So here's something I really wanted to ask you both. Hmm. So he just said, you know, price is really starting to affect him. And actually, I'm thinking of Steve and Phil in this because they have a digital only console, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm really not trying to throw shade right now. This is actually an important topic because I think, for example, especially for the future, but how about now? Whenever you go digital. Not only are you paying the same price as somebody who pays for a physical copy, but you can't sell it. Yeah. And you can't share it unless, you know, with one other person. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my thought is the way the future is looking, at least for gaming anyway, is the Game Pass model. Because why in the world, especially since the future is probably going to get rid of the physical stuff, because I can already see that being cut within like the next generation or two, maybe. Uh, because why would they want to spend that extra money on something that they can get the same price on something that doesn't cost them anything since they already maintain it, right? Yeah. Um, so what what would be your thoughts? Like, for example, we have physical right now. I'm a big sucker for physical. I, I actually like that because mm-hmm. it's something that I know if you want to play it, here, you know, go ahead and play it. It's tangible. <laughs> right. And, yeah. and it has value, you know? Yeah. Granted, you know, you could say that the amount of time you sink into it could replace that value. But it's different, yeah. You know what I mean, like yeah, yeah. So, so I, right now I'm gonna sell Returnal. I'm at least gonna get some money back, right? Mm-hmm. Twins, they they can't. You know, yeah. Once they plat it, it's, it's. I mean, there. Steve Steve bought Godfall digital, so right. That's and still on their system and their accounts. Seventy dollars wasted. Not to bring so, it back up, Steve, but I mean, so, was so it seventy dollars? I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. What What do you guys think? Well, you can go first, Jay. I think, and we all think that. Generally, I, I love the Game Pass model because I think now at this point we can see what it can do. It makes more sense. It, it can, yeah, it makes more sense, and it can work towards your favor. Xbox's Game Pass is literally the only reason why I would ever fuck with Xbox right now. Likewise, only reason because they have all my favorite games that I've ever loved of Xbox. Uh, you know, Halo Master Chief Collection. You know, <laughs> listeners are familiar. They're basically, Halo, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, they have the Halo Master Chief Collection. That's the only game I want to play. But no, for real, like, I looked through the catalog. They have, like, Dead Space, which I've always wanted to play. And they had other games I forgot about. But pretty much, like, that's that's so smart to do it that way. And it, right, it, yeah. and also, it's really affordable. It's like $10 a month, I think. I think it's like 14 or something like that. It's not much. Granted, that will that price will increase. Mark my words. Eventually. Well, sure. they already tried, remember? Well, they, that was for Xbox Live. Oh, uh, But I thought it was, like, because they were combining them or something. Well, I think what it? they were doing was they were trying to get people to stop paying for Xbox Live by itself and like get the, the get the thing where it's all together. Oh yeah. So they were like, here, this Xbox Live's thirty dollars more, so why don't you might as well get this other one? Um in terms of that, I don't I don't know. Like I feel like the Game Pass model obviously works. Right. But I feel like on one hand there's something to be said about not actually owning those games. Which like, I understand. You know what I'm saying? And and on, yeah. on the other hand, they just need to implement a fucking marketplace for digital games. Their licenses, they should be able to be rented out and sold. Or kind of like a Steam or like a uh, a Epic, version, Epic Games. Yeah, like a that. version of Steam or uh, just like a virtual GameStop. 
or, GOG, like all that kind of just stuff. Some, just something where, like, all right, let's say he's done with Godfall on PS, uh, PS5. The value of it goes down every month or day, week, whatever they want to calculate it by. Mm-hmm. And then whenever you want to sell that license... And so take like it off your account. Kinda? Yeah. Okay. So like, get that license off your shit. That would make sense. And give give you money back. I guess there's something that might not work out in terms of like that actual key being reused. You know what I'm saying? For them to like sell it to someone else. But I mean, if they I make guess, unique ones, shouldn't that make them able to just continuously keep selling it? Because I mean, it should always be unique to that one game, right? Well, the the concept may be flawed from it being possibly unlimited. So like, they can print as many as they want of those keys. And they could sell one to you, and then you sell it back, and they lost money technically. Oh, you mean you know what I'm saying? You mean you're selling it back to the the main hub? Yeah. I thought you meant like you're selling it like say I bought a digital game, and I'm like hey or that hey Jordan do you want? Because I think I like your idea because yeah. I think if you like for example say I buy it right, mm-hmm. I get a unique code or a unique key for that. So it's only that's the only key. That's yeah. just the one I got, and so I can sell that to you. Just because of that unique key, that'd be smart. Yeah, I that, think that, that would, that would work make too, way yeah. more sense. I like that idea. That Dang, way, it's that idea. way. It's like the credit stays within the system, right? And I mean, they can probably get a percentage of it or whatever. But I just feel like having digital right now, and in my opinion, makes very little sense, right? Because people's internet isn't always solid. Mm-hmm. So this whole digital only thing that some of these consoles are doing. Is a no go for me. Like in the space. I, yeah, like even even if there was some type of marketplace for digital right now, I probably still wouldn't do it because, um, I mean, how many times were we on PS4 and the internet goes out and we're like, you know, low key sharing sharing our accounts, and then like it says we oh we can't play the game because this isn't your oh, primary man, PS4. That was the worst. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, all right, like that that shit is they need to find loop like ways around these things quick because. Right. It seems like even ever since Xbox had that big reversal, was it a gen ago? That was for Xbox Xbox One. One. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since that, they were obviously trying to go towards that all digital future. So, like, I feel like they need to get on it and figure it out quick because now that we actually have all digital consoles, Mm -hmm. it's it needs to be addressed. Because I I I don't know how. Pretty much, it leads to the point of what you were saying. Just the whole fact that there is no secondary market. At that point, if you go all digital, mm-hmm. it really makes it just kind of like, why am I spe- like, why am I paying as much for the same physical copy that I don't even have a physical copy of? Yeah, it seems just kind of weird. But but then to the point of the whole hardware, like, where is that going? Because if it's mm-hmm. going to be all digital, then you know, I think we may lose out on these really awesome, you know, designs that they make for these consoles, like really cool specs and things like that, like cutting yeah. edge technology. Yeah, I think. Uh, what do you think, Jay? Um, you know, it's funny as I was thinking, like they do have keys on steam and stuff. Yeah. Like to your point, like I, I totally forgot about, about it while you're, while you're talking about it. And I think kind of, is that what you're talking about? You're talking about like a, like a digital store. Right now we're talking about hardware. Well, we were talking about the digital store to be made for like consoles. Cause like right now, obviously PC has that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but there's no like buy, sell trade version right. on consoles. Oh, Where if okay. you buy Returnal right now for seventy dollars, you can't you can't do anything with you it. You can't Returnal oh, okay. it. <laughs> that, was, that, was a, that was a three pointer. I'm sorry, that was terrible. No, Let's go. Uh, yeah, but I, I, I got busy thinking on the key thing and I got it sidetracked. But I think that I really don't like the whole idea of a digital store. 
I feel like the whole idea of a Game Pass makes way more sense because I don't want to buy, sell, and trade stuff. Like I feel like you get the player feels like they feels like or they may actually get more value from Game Passes and stuff like that. Like, can you imagine like a? You could probably do both. I mean, you don't have to pick one or the other. Could you? Well, yeah. I mean, right now you can get Game Pass and you can still buy the games. Yeah, oh, Game yeah. Pass is actually more profitable for these devs because people Ooh. are getting games as like a rental, on quote unquote, on Game Pass, and then they're buying it full. Okay. Yeah. Well, th- th- that actually works then. You know what's weird though? Allegedly, Xbox says that they don't make a profit from Game Pass. That's wild. Right. They got like what fifty million like subscribers, or you know, it's a lot. I they think probably, I think they have a lot. They probably said that during tax season. Right. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, there's no way they're not making. It's money like, oh, we haven't made that. a thing. No worries. It's so <laughs> man. But I think in yeah. terms of I think in terms of hardware that you were talking about. I, I think if it ever, first of all, if it ever does happen, it's going to be a long time from now because Google Stadia flopped like a dead fish out of water. That well, was so the, bad. The problem was the lag, though. They were saying, like, the input lag. Between, That's what I'm saying. It's, right. It just won't work right now. So this will probably be, like, three or four generations from now. Yeah, because it, 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 it'll work to an extent, but until they figure out internet lag, which I don't know when the fuck they're doing that, because yeah, even with fiber, it's still kind of, like, iffy. Right. I think they said that they tested it, like the reviewers tested it on fiber. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Still, and they still and they're got just like, I don't know. Because <laughs> there's, there's nothing that beats that one-to-one feel. Right. So at the very least, I think the only workaround would be to have it somehow download to a system still. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I get that system would still have to be powerful enough to run right. it. Right, exactly. So yeah. I don't, I don't know. Unless, yeah. it ta- unless it downloads like X amount of necessary assets. That makes it run smoothly, and then the other half is like on the internet, streamed at the same time. Or ideally, they just put more storage into the damn systems. Do you remember when they had 500 gig PS4s? Yikes! Did they really? Oh, that's yeah, right. That, that was, was a like launch the, one. Yeah, that was a launch one. But the the data that was needed for games were way smaller than they are now. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. Like, can you imagine that shit now? Like, oh well, no. Now, do you do you remember the four gigabyte Xbox? Actually, was that a thing? I have, yes, I have that. <laughs> yeah, that thing. Jeez, is, you had to buy your own hard drive. For Brother it. sold hard drive, you know. Modern mm. Warfare. Updating Modern Warfare is like sixty times more than that game, or more than that storage. Like, I, that's crazy. Uh, my bad. I, no, go ahead. I think. Uh, I think uh, one one big thing that's going to be announced at E3 is the SSD capability for PS5. Oh, yeah, because they said they were going to give an update in June, I think, for the additional uh, SSDs. That's that's definitely yeah. happening. And I think uh, I think it's going to be expensive, and I think I'm going to need it. Well, I'm going to say one last thing about the whole hardware future, because I think, in my mind, once it becomes all digital, I don't know if I'll be a gamer anymore, to be honest. Just because you can't own the console? Well, that's kind or... of part of it, right? You know? Yeah. That's kind of like the self-driving car thing, you know? I love to drive. I don't I don't ever run into anybody, so, you know, my driving record's pretty clear. But the thing is, though, is that driving is kind of part of the whole point of owning a car, right? Yeah. So if I'm owning a console and I can't actually own the stuff that comes with it, I don't know. It kind of, like, takes away the, the fun of it, at least in my mind. See, yeah. I don't I don't know, because I feel like, on, on the other hand... Once we're actually there, that convenience is going to be what will keep us as gamers. Because if, if you can That's just true. sit at home, get on your computer, and be like, I want to earn some trophies on my PlayStation for Elden Ring 2, whatever. Okay. You know, you just you hit a button, it's on there. Mm-hmm. Fast loading, ray tracing, all this shit. And it's just there. Like, 
I feel like that convenience is what's going to keep people on. That's true. But I, uh, I can see those benefits. I can see what you're saying. It's taking all the fun out of it. Just like right. physical copies and mm-hmm. how uh, some collector's editions now have fucking digital copies in them and stuff like that. It's taken away like all that draw. Even like the buy sell trade market of like our, this gaming lifestyle we're growing in, out, growing out of right. with like GameStop and stuff. Mm-hmm. It just feels like a lot of this like whole culture we're in is getting like chopped up into this right. more convenient commercial digital only future that we have nothing tangible to show or own or have can you imagine a day where we walk into GameStop and they only have like like they they just have like gamer merchandise they don't have like digital codes i don't think we will ever see that i, I think don't, i don't <laughs> think, think GameStop will be around yeah like GameStop's gonna be gone. Gone. that's yeah. true they're gonna be dead by then but yeah like like you said if i don't have the freedom to you know, accidentally hit people with my car, like accidentally hit other people's cars with my car. Well, see now, now that does not go with my argument because that means no, you definitely need a self-driving it goes, car. It goes with your, it goes with your argument. <laughs> no, no, you, you would need a self-driving well, car. Well, because even though I hit uh, the lady in the Chipotle parking lot, if if you're listening, oh, I'm sorry. Incriminating or, himself. So. <laughs> or or the dude in the parking lot of uh, KFC Yum Center. Um, oh my god. Yeah, you yeah. definitely need a self-driving car. So I think the yeah. main point of no. what I was trying to get at was I'm kind of like one of those old farts that I see. You know, before, like in the the people that are in like the 60s, they're like, man, I want my old Mustangs. You know, those yeah, people yeah, yeah. basically are like, they don't make them like they used to, that kind of thing. That's going to be me <laughs> in the next be like, 20 or so years with gaming. Because it's what? like, because for example, you know, this is 2021 group. Maybe 2041 group will be a little different. Like maybe I'll actually be okay with that because like, like I'll get eased into it. Yeah. But right now I'm kind of against it just because of the fact that i enjoy like the hardware of it like the hardware stuff is always so interesting well you you also shouldn't write off uh advancements in ar and vr because that could that could change everything there could be there could be someday a tangible vr system that actually i'm not going to go as far as like oh you're in it you feel it you see it you touch it you know you're in there but like i think uh there could be something that is good enough to where it's like Oh, are you Oculus or are you this? Or are you PlayStation VR or this? Like, you know, it you could think be, it'll be like its own console. Yeah, it could be thing? like its own mm-hmm. platform where you literally go. I can't wait to go home and play my blank, my blank VR, whatever it is. Okay. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna get to that point. I feel like you put it on. It works like you want it. It's got like side menus and little AR menus that pop up. You can play music or whatever, and you can just do everything you can do on these consoles in a headset that just fits on your head with like no wires. It's gonna like, be, it's gonna get that point because like yeah. they're already at the point where you can just put on goggles and you're there. Isn't that the new Oculus like yeah. Oculus Quest or mm-hmm. whatever? Uh, Mary's family they recently bought that. It was insane to like put it on and actually experience it because you just put it's it like on. It's all in one, right? All like, in one, and even the audio is all in one. You don't even have to put any ear- earbuds in. Dang. So it's all in one. You just put it on. And then you just give it a second to like scan your your surroundings and stuff, and then that's your play space. Yeah, so and think, like, think about it. That's like Gen One. I mean, that's technically Gen One for the all-in-one mm, to have like computer-level gaming. So in ten years, whatever that Oculus turns into, could be a like solid competitor platform on par with like Xbox Now or PS Five Now. That's yeah. crazy to think about. I want VR to succeed, but right now for me, it's a gimmick. Like, it's a, it's such a gimmick right now, yeah. but I think it's a it's a kayfabe. I think I think the jump is is mainly just the experience. Like right now for PlayStation VR, you have these dumb wands with the balls on them, and like you're literally just hitting buttons like a normal controller. Right. 
and the motion is limited to like 140 degrees or whatever. Where if you get on Oculus, it's like it tracks all around you. So I think the more advanced it gets, it'll be more less gimmicky and more of a something worth getting. Right. Like and I can already see. Like think think of this. Think of like a. All right. Now obviously this is kind of me. Way in the future. <laughs> get into your wish bag. So. What if they made a Souls game or a Souls like VR and you actually had like full control over like how you use your shield and how you use your sword? Like I can see it being really, really awesome when it gets to that point. Yeah. But like right now it's almost more clunky than playing a regular game with a controller. Uh, yeah. All they need is just more funding and more trust from like game companies. Because like imagine a next gen <clears throat> Call of Duty or next gen Madden. Or you're actually like you're in the VR set and you're like running or something like that. Like, and then actual, like once you like hit a certain point, it asks you to pay more so you can run further. That's a really good joke. Jim's gonna be really mad at that. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna if like, you want to run a little faster, you can spend an extra fifteen dollars. Shit had me hot, yo. Ooh. But yeah, I, I think VR has a lot of promise to it. That yeah. eventually one day it's gonna shine. When we're like eighty, that's where it's gonna be really good. And then yeah, we're gonna be like, that's when we're not gonna be able to play it because we're so old. We're gonna. Be like, hey. And see, I that brings up a good point. I don't want to have to be oh. active when I'm playing a game. Like, I just want to chill. Like, when when I was playing, uh, what was it? Um, there was one of your VR games, I think, that you got on the PS4. I couldn't tell you which Busty one. Busty Alien. Oh, I think it was uh, Super Hot. Oh. Mm-hmm. Whenever a bullet's like coming at you, you're like, oh. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing like all this moving and stuff. It's like, I don't know, I'm sounding like, you know. A lazy person, but I don't want to have to be running just to play a game. Like, you know what I mean? See, I, I yeah. think that'll be solved too, probably. You think? Because I mean, it depends on what you really want to get out of VR. Like, the whole point of VR is to be in the experience. So, mm. I can see not. I can see the running probably never really taking off because the you see the contraption of people that oh, are trying God. to do it. It's like <laughs> yeah. you got to be in this fucking fully surrounded thing, and you got to be on a treadmill type thing that lets you run. Like, I don't think that will ever be workable for the most part but i think i think if they have some work around like like one advancement is the um outside of like walking and stuff but it's kind of towards that is the frame rate of the actual lenses which most of the newer ones are doing like 140 frames oh, yeah, and they shit need so to be high. yeah so the, the more of those are going up the less people are getting sick which means there's probably gonna be more advancements in movement which would be awesome because i I hate the the ones where you got to teleport everywhere oh, or it geez. snaps you. It's that's so more disorienting. Dis- that's yeah. more disorienting to me than actually just like moving smoothly. Mm-hmm. Like I had to turn that feature off on a firewall zero hour or whatever, and it worked so much better. It just felt like Call of Duty at that point. Right. But and I also think teleporting is really lame. Yeah. I really don't. It's like just that. a bad mechanic. It's like even for VR, it's like maybe you should think of a of a better way to move. I mean, why don't you just move normally? Yeah. Granted, yeah, right? I mean, it could be. Uh, more difficult to implement but it would definitely be better than oh let me point over here now i'm like all the way over there. well i think it worked well in firewall because once you turn on the movement it literally just moves like call of duty like if you need assist looking to your right or left you move the right stick and it'll like like shift but you can just like look that way too right and then um walking around is the stick and you can click and run so like it has the features there oh, granted okay. running is still kind of semi-slow because People get sick, which I understand. Right. But um, I think it worked fine in that. And I thought I got a very great experience out of it without having to like run around or anything. So hopefully it goes somewhere. Just like we're going to go from this podcast. 
Dang, so, good segue. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Do you guys have anything else to add before we head out? Nope. Uh, just listen to IMJ Podcast, and that's about it. What do you got to say, Group? I think uh, you should listen to Hi, I'm Jay Podcast and listen to the X-Button Podcast. Yeah. Yep. Can you listen to the X-Button Podcast? Hey, have them on at the same time. It's going to sound like dumb, but yeah, probably a lot, of, a lot of nonsense. But uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next time, and I'll see you on Monday. Yeah, on yeah. Monday. or, or Monday. Monday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. Bye.